This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast is also sponsored by Visit Bemidji and Grant Haven Campground. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's Playground. This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored in part by Bemidji State University. You can pursue your passions with a world-class education in the heart of Minnesota's Northwoods. The drive to acquire deeper knowledge and develop greater wisdom is already in your nature. So join us on the shores of Lake Bemidji. Minnesota's premier Northwoods University can help you make the world a better place than you found it. Learn more at BemidjiState.edu and schedule a tour today. BemidjiState.edu. Well, the weekend is here and it's time to go fishing. And in Bemidji, it's the big Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic Saturday. It's going to be a blast. Bruce Jean of Rainy Lake Guide Service is going to be here for that. We'll talk a little bit about that with Bruce, but the main reason we wanted to get Bruce on was to get an update on what's going on on Rainy and in the International Falls area. They're having some tough times with flooding. He's got all the details. Plus the Bruce Jean joke of the day and another Fast Five. It's all coming up. Thank God it's Friday, gonna cast out a line In the happy afternoon, sun is flying oh so high I'm a peaceful kind of guy, most usually But I'm hunting all the fishes in the deep blue sea Making sure my bait is all nice and stinky Gonna add a little, let it make the bait go sinky We can wait another day to do the patchwork laundry Cause now we go on Hi, this is Dick Beardsley, Bemidji Area Fishing Guide. I'd like to invite you to come to our beautiful town of Bemidji. We've got over 400 lakes in our area teeming with walleye, pike, muskie, bass, and panfish. We're the gateway to the Chippewa National Forest. We've got miles upon miles of biking and hiking trails. Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox. Fine shops and eateries in downtown Bemidji. Headwaters of the mighty Mississippi at Itasca State Park. Beautiful resorts, hotels, and bed and breakfast. Visit Bemidji one step further. I'm Kevin Cochran, celebrating another year of patiently educating. Kev Jackson, fishing, Paul Bunyan Country. Checking in with Bruce Jean of Rainy Lake Guide Service. Uh, Bruce, uh, you just got out of school yesterday. I, you know, you don't they know you have a tournament? I know. I don't know who puts that schedule committee together and uh, has school the day before the. Knights at Columbus Walleye Tournament, but I'll forgive them this year. So, um, but yep, the kids were excited to be out of there, and and uh, hopefully the walleye start to pick up on Lake Bemidji here too. Well, so you're not going to get a lot of pre-fishing in. What's that? <laughs> uh, thankfully, my partner's up there, and he's uh, he's got a good pattern going. So, uh, you know, that's usually what I do is I just pick people that know how to fish really well, and I just go fishing with them. So that helps. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good uh, strategy, yes. And of course, Lake Bemidji, you're familiar with. Went to school up here and uh, fished that yep. lake a number of times, and should be an interesting tournament. It's a it's a great lake with a ton of walleyes, but uh, you know uh, they don't have a whole lot of monsters in there, so it takes some chess playing to uh, to figure out that right pattern you need to get the, to get the win. That's that's what I'm hearing. You know, the the guys are getting the the unders, if you will, and um, it's. Who can get that bite for that 28, 29 incher that everyone needs before they uh, can get into the final way out? So it'll be interesting. It's always a fun tournament. It's just good to get together and see everybody after a long winter as well, and uh, you know, it, it, it get fishing again. It's always fun to compete, and 
the crew at Bemidji, you know, all of you guys with the Knights of Columbus and, and um, everybody there, it, it just, it's such a first class tournament and the few that we fish, this is one of the top as well. So uh, it makes it exciting. And, and uh, don't forget to get your raffle ticket. Um, yeah. Uh, boat donated by uh, the ever great Ray Sport Marine and uh, go down and see them if you want a good deal on a boat too. Yeah, and they uh, they, they uh, upped the ante this year. It's a little bigger boat, uh, motor and trailer, of course. They they threw in a Minkota trolling motor and some electronics as well. So it's, it's a, a fully package. Yeah, yep. very cool. Yep. Well, what is your partner telling you? The I mean, obviously, at tournament time, you're not going to tell me where, but uh, he's finding fish, you're saying? Boy, it's, you're really cutting out right now. I don't think I can continue anymore here. Yeah. So, no. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, the pre-fish, you're always using everything, right? You try to try all kinds of different baits, and, and um, you know, the, the toughest part is keeping those fickle minnows alive, you know, and we're the red tails and the shiners and um, crawlers and leeches, you know, you're, you're bringing them all, and I like the old uh, jig and a shiner. So we're going to be pitching that. We're going to be dragging some red tails, and, you know, uh, hopefully the the leech bite is going in the deeper water. So, you know, we'll see. It's, uh, and, and, you know, with the darker overcast skies today and, and uh, then clearing up, hopefully the weather's consistent for Saturday. So it should be a great tournament. And you've been in the money before, right? Yeah. Um, we've cashed a couple checks, but, um, you know, it's it's hard to get that first place. So uh, my partner, Tim, is, is saying this is the year for it. So I, I'm good with that. Okay. <laughs> Well, where else have you been fishing lately? So the Malax bite is still on fire, and um, it's down from previous years. And, you know, talking to some other guides that guide on Malax, we're, we're just questioning the fish that, you know, you could keep one fish from 21 to 23. And the fish that we were cleaning were plump full of little perch. Mm. And, you know, those two-inch perch were oozing out of those those bigger walleyes that we were cleaning. So, um I think they're full. I mean, they're healthy, they're thick, they're nice fish. I don't know if you've seen some of the fish pictures online, but they are they are really good-looking fish. And, and, you know, why why we're not catching the numbers we used to. I mean, we're out catching 30, 40, but we're not catching the 80 to 100 that we have done in the past in these 6 o'clock to 10 p.m. hours of slip bobber. And so, but the fishing is definitely um, going there. Uh, had a couple crappie guide trips around the metro area here and, um, that bite is always fun, you know, get a couple kids in the boat and they just enjoy the, the crappie bite and giggling, watching that bobber go down. So it's been a good spring. Of course, Bruce's home water is right in the name of his guide service, Rainy Lake Guide Service, and they are having a tough time up there. We'll get the details from Bruce next. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. If you're ready to write the next chapter of your life and love the outdoors, Northwest Technical College might be the perfect fit. Northwest Technical College in Bemidji has state-of-the-art technical education and six career paths in the heart of the Northwoods. Automotive, building trades, business, health, child care, and manufacturing technology. We're surrounded by more than 400 lakes and acres and acres of forests. You can be fishing, you can be hunting, and you can be plotting the course of your life all at the same place. The shortest path to your dream job begins at Northwest Technical College, Bemidji's Technical College. Learn more today. Visit ntcmn.edu. I'm Jason Durham of Go Fish Guide Service. I'm proud of the efforts my fellow guides and I make to help Kev Jackson sound like he has a clue. This 
It's Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Bruce Jean, my guest today from Rainy Lake Guide Service. And Bruce... Well, up in, in your neck of the woods, uh, Rainy Lake, it has not been a good spring. It's been uh, it's been quite a battle for them. Um, what is actually going on up there? So, currently, in the last 40, is about 45 days, Rainy Lake has gone up 83 inches. So, if you figure the water level rising that much, and it, there's there's a lot of factors that came into play. Record amounts of snowfall. And then such a cold spring, and all of that that snow and ice on the lake didn't none of it melted until we got about a ten inch warm rain, and that warm rain hit and it melted all that uh, that snow and it 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 pushed it down. At one time in front of my dock on Rainy Lake, there was three and a half feet of water on top of what two feet of ice. Wow! And I mean it was it was things that nobody had ever seen up there before. Um, the, the flood up there right now has surpassed the highest flood that the, the lake has ever had in 1950, and, and it's still rising. Um, I know yesterday I think it was up half an inch, um, but every day it's, it's starting to slow. This weather sure helps, but the, the devastation that it's causing, and, you know, we just don't need a north wind or any big winds right now. Um, but that would take out a lot of the houses and the sandbag dikes that are protecting the houses from six feet of water. I mean, mm. it's it's really that high. And um, and then the the final reason why the the lake is not going down and and you know there's there's a lot of reasons for this. But um, in Rainier, there's a train trestle, a bridge that was put in years ago. But that's kind of a bottleneck for all of Rainy Lake. To go into the dam now the dam is not holding up the water it's that train trussle in rainier that's holding the water back and there's been a lot of talk on on you know do you widen that what do you do with that it's a pretty expensive project and you know old man railroad he's he's in charge so but uh we're working with them and and uh we'll see what happens in the future here but it's it's really uh, a community has come together it's so impressive to see the amount of people that are are putting time, energy, effort into helping the whole lake community, sandbagging by um, feeding people, by watching kids, watching dogs. Um, Kevin, the water is so high right now, and they have to keep adding layers to the sandbags. They have to put a pallet of sandbags in a boat on shore and then walk the boat out or drive it to the sandbag area, the dike area, and then they throw them over and then they place them. Hmm. Can you imagine the amount of effort that takes and the amount of people? Um, but it's, it's just been a community effort. It's really neat to see the community come together. So. And uh, I know that, uh, like out at uh, um, Voyagers, uh, buildings and uh, all kinds of other facilities all underwater right now. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, there, there are cabins and, and uh, businesses I know um, Thunderbird Lodge, for example, they have, they're still open. Um, all, the, all the resorts are still open. The roads to get to them were kind of hit and miss to be closed, but they, what the highway department and the people in the area raised up the road two, three feet. They put like a gravel on top and it's single mm. lane, but you could still get to all the resorts. But that's how much water it was over the road. It had two feet of water over the road. Mm. Um, but their their businesses are still open. They're they're sandbagged all the way around, and they have pumps pumping the water out. 
and they, they have people manning these pumps, you know, six, eight, 12 hour shifts where that's your job. You're just filling the, the, the diesel fuel pumps or whatever it is. Um, it's, it's, it's really uh, a devastation up there, but it's, it's cool to see people that have come together. Yeah, and I know you know there's a lot of the uh, United Way and a whole bunch of agencies here have uh, recruited people, and a lot of people have gone up north and helped out too. So uh, they need some relief. They do, and and you know the sun um, and Rainy Lake will evaporate about a half an inch a day with a bright sun, and that's what we need more of. And we haven't had that this spring until probably the last week or so, and and that's going to help a lot as far as reducing it, but. Um, just no more rain. We're good. Mm-hmm. We're good Mother Nature. <laughs> so it's it's really tough. It's uh, <clears throat> you know we we uh, don't get a lot of concern about flooding here. We have a small river that o- overflows occasionally, but, to, but you know you don't think about lakes flooding, and, and that's the weird thing about this one. Well, and you think about the size of Rainy Lake. I mean, it's seventy miles north and south, and about eighty miles east and west. Think about raising that much lake up an inch let alone 80 inches yeah you know and and just the sheer amount of millions of gallons of water that it takes to do that is incredible and it's still coming you know there's so many areas that flow into rainy lake that flow into rainy river that flow into uh, lake of the woods and then goes north up to hudson bay but all of that water has to flow through that rainier pinch point, and then, of course, the falls dam. The water's been going over the dam for uh, probably two weeks now. Mm-hmm. We're just going right over the top of the dam. I mean, the dam is not even beneficial anymore. <laughs> so um, there was talk that there was a, a dam in Canada that was burned about two years ago during the pandemic. Um, they never got up there to fix it. And... Um, all that water is pushing on that, and, and there was talk that that dam was compromised and it, and it could go and it would raise Rainy Lake up five feet. And um, But I'm hearing that that was just a little rumor, if you will. Um, but, you know, you know, you never know. You think about that stuff and all that water that would be released, what would that do to Rainy Lake and, and all Rainy River and the people that live on all that water? I know Lake of the Woods is starting to get our water now, and they're starting to see that raise and, and um, the flooding that's happening up there, too, so. The lakes do flood, and it's and it, this is a, a, a great example of it. Wow. Well, um, you know, so many people busy working that, you know, you, you think you think about Rainy Lake as a place to go fishing. Are people at, even able to take time to get a you know to get out on the water and fish? Well, there's only one boat landing that's still open right now, and you have to back into about two and a half feet of water to use it. Um, I saw a picture of a guy launching his boat right off of Highway 11 just backed right down he knew where and, and that's where he's he's launching his boat hmm. wow Up the way, Kev. <laughs> so, and and to do that he's in water too but um yeah all, all but one of the boat landings i think there's basically five or maybe six boat landings they're all closed mm-hmm. they're, they've been closed for probably two weeks again now so um but yeah that's a pretty busy landing <laughs> have you been out on the on rainy yet yep i was out on memorial weekend um, the crappie bite was really fun. We were fishing uh, in blueberry bushes, and the crappies were right up in there. Um, thankfully, we had slip bobber. We've been snagged up a storm, but um, the walleye bite has been good um, a little bit deeper because that's where they normally are. You know, they're they're in eight, nine feet of water, but normally that's two, three feet of water. So it's really been an interesting bite, and um, 
you know, to figure out where you're going to fish is, is kind of a challenge. If you do make it up to Rainy, be careful. There are docks floating. There are a lot of poles and timbers floating. It's a, it, it's, it's a tough place to be right now with, you know, uh, there's new, there's islands that are completely underwater that you go, I thought there was an island there. And, and you know, it, it just, everything looks so different on the lake. Wow. But the fishing is definitely still good. So Hopefully, you know, they'll get uh, back to normal and everybody can take a deep breath and everybody can fish in, in, in a, you know, soon, soon. That's right. That's right. That's what we're looking for is, you know, the, the another problem is it's such a slow decline. Um, yeah. we, we're probably going to be looking at a one inch a day decline as, as this, ha- you know, so we're probably going to be looking at 30, 40 more days until we get down to usable docks and, you know, where our, our sandbags are going to be beneficial. Um, but we just, we don't need any high winds right now. And that, no. that would be devastating for a lot of homeowners. So right now I, I personally, I currently have 21 barrels on my docks full of water on top of about 14 pallets per group of three pallets or barrels. I have totes. I have eight bags of eight pallets of sandbags all trying to hold my crib dock down. Hmm. And what happens is these crib docks float up and then they bust up and float away. So, but uh, it's been a challenge because nobody, nobody saw this getting this high. And, you know, so you have to hold your crib docks down or else they'll float up. And, and uh, it's, it's been interesting. So, well, as you noted, it's historic's highest ever, or very close to one of the highest ever. So they, they, you know, they talk about the flood of nineteen. Is it eighteen or twenty or something like that? It's it's over a hundred years ago, and that was an extremely high flood as well. However, the dam was not built on in International Falls yet, so it's kind of hard to compare what that looks like. But it's it's right up in that it's it's over a hundred year flood. We saw a bad one in nineteen or two thousand fourteen, and then this one, of course, in twenty two, has surpassed everything that we've seen. Coming up, more fishing talk with Bruce Jean, the Bruce Jean joke of the day, and we'll throw another past five his way. I'm Jason Durham, the smarter and better looking Jason. This is Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. When planning your trip up north, plan to park your RV or camper at the spacious Grand Haven RV Campground in Bemidji. You'll be in the perfect area to ride ATV, fish, hunt, and hike. With free parking for your boats and trailers and located just off Highway 2 west of Bemidji, Grand Haven Campground is the center point for your next Northland adventure. Fish hundreds of surrounding lakes and cruising the miles and miles of the ATV trails northern Minnesota has to offer. Visit GrandHavenCampground.com and book your stay today. This is Mandy Year, doing my part to keep Kev Jackson's ratings up on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Well, general fishing notes, if people are going out uh, just to catch some fish this weekend, wherever they might be, what's, what's the best presentation? right now we've got a cooler summer so far yeah you know the water's still not that warm and so the fish are up shallow um i was talking to some other guys that were actually out on lake bemidji um talking to some guys that were out on gull um they're getting them shallower still um you know uh, um i I was going to give away some of my my secrets for the the tournament and i'm sure none of the computers comp competition is listening but um you know the walleye bite um still shallow still slow presentation um when we fish malax you know you were usually pop jigging whip jigging them back um it had to be a slower retrieve back to the boat and that's when they would hit 
Um, so again, the slip bobber on the leech on the lax is going well. Um, you know, pulling a, a crawler at a slow speed on Lake Bemidji, um, still pitching jigs, um, in shallow on rainy to get up there. And then I heard if you want to fish or if you want to catch, uh, Red Lake is still in about seven feet of water. It's just on fire. So, um, I guess that's my, my tip from talking to a few of the guys and, and, uh, you know, just talk to the local bait stores. They want you to catch fish. The more bait they sell, the better it is for them. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, but, but when you go to those lakes, stop at the local bait stores and, and that's talk to them, you know, and, and, um, and buy from them. Yeah. They've earned it. Yep. All right, uh, before we wrap it up, we need the uh, Bruce Jean joke of the day. Well, Kev, what music should you play when you're fishing? I I have no idea. Something catchy. Oh, wow. Okay, all right. I I need the listeners to send me a couple fish jokes. (laughs) Family-friendly, please. That's Uh, right, that's right. Do you have time for a quick Fast Five? I sure do. Fast five, 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 five. Okay, here's Fast Five, Volume Two. Bruce Jean. Question number one: What is your favorite pizza topping? Oh gosh, Canadian bacon. I was born in Canada. Okay, <laughs> but I do like. It. Question number two: What was the first fish you ever caught? Oh boy. Yeah, I'm probably going to have to say walleye. That's my dad's specialty was walleye, so I'm, I'm guessing it was out on rainy, early season. Um, yeah, I'm going to say walleye. Do you, do you have any idea how old you were at that time? Uh, you know, there's pictures of me holding fish at like three. <laughs> I don't even know if I could walk, and, and I was in the boat. So I, I'm guessing four, maybe three. I don't know, Kev. I, but I know we were... We were in the boat young, that's true. Okay. <laughs> Question number three. Besides fishing and or hunting, what is your favorite sport? Well, um, I, I, you know, I still referee college basketball. So I, I, I probably have to say I'm, I'm very into basketball still. Okay. See, this, this last NHL hockey tournament run has been a blast to watch. So I've been sure enjoying that lately. Well, you're, you're, you're a renaissance man. There you go. There you go. Question number four. What's your favorite pop? Oh, boy. Fountain Coke from McDonald's. Can I say this? I better not. Yeah, this is easy. But a, a cold can of Mountain Dew right after a hot day of guiding. Perfect. Yeah. A lot of people are into the Fountain Coke. My wife is among them. Yep, yep. And finally, uh, you're at the uh, barbecue. You have a choice. Is it going to be a burger or is it going to be a brat? Boy, uh, you know, I got to say one of each, but a good burger is hard to beat. So, um, yeah, go with the burger. Yeah. Throw some uh, fried onions, melted cheese. Yeah. Yeah. I think think my breakfast is going to be on the grill today. (laughs) All right, Bruce, I know you're headed up here later in the the day, and we will see you this weekend. But if people uh, later on this summer need a a good guide up at Rainy Lake or any of those other lakes you mentioned, how can they get a hold of you and get something set up? Sure, Kev. Um, I got a newly uh, revamped web page. So you can go to www.rainylakeguiding.com. Um, I, I did a little tribute to uh, Captain Ron, my dad on there, and it's kind of a neat site, and um, 
I'm offering some new tours and stuff coming up, so check that out or give my cell phone a call, 763-238-7507. We will see you this weekend. Thanks, Bruce. Thanks, Kev. It is Knights of Columbus Walleye Tournament Weekend in Bemidji. The big event is Saturday. The boats will take off at 7. Uh, they need to be in, I suppose, around 3. We'll get everything gathered up, and then we're going to have the big award ceremony sometime around 5 o'clock. We hope you can be there for it. Good family stuff going on all day at the waterfront as well. Uh, a lot of fun. And, again, it's tomorrow at the waterfront, Lake Bemidji. Hope to see you there. That's it for today. I'm Kev Jackson. Thank you for being here. Michelle, Bob Bourne, yeah. Country, country.